nature of the funding with the pandemic because the first thing to go. So for me, those two, those two experiences have really informed um, my position, where I think beyond we should or we could, it's now about we must. I think, um, Brian, you sent around some really clear examples. Um, the, the commitment to sustainability from um, Royal Court Theatre, um, and the document from the agency. So in our first meeting on stage, there were some really interesting discussions um, around what is possible. Um, I think that the ones that I remember particularly were some notion of sharing materials between companies. Um, I have a real concern about big budget um, constructions for sets that are used once and then how those might be toured and how expensive those things are to tour. Couldn't there be some sort of modular um, infrastructure that is shared 
more, more effectively, easily, but still allows designers as artists to respond individually to the constraints of a text or of a devised work. Um, and then the other thing that, that came up, and there are many more, and I would like to chime in, the other thing that I've been thinking a lot about is, is there some way we can tie sustainability or a sustainability audit to funding? That it won't really happen until there's some degree of enforcement. And it doesn't necessarily have to be state, federal, or local funding. Could there be a, a commitment to funding from philanthropic uh, sources as well, from ticket sales? I don't want the administrative nightmare that that is. I'll tell you that right now as a short start, small um, theatre franchise. But I think the privilege with which I make my art, there's a greater duty, there's a sense of, for me at least, a commitment to a broader ecology beyond the artistic community. Yeah. Well, they're kind of the two separate things. So the yeah. venue made a goal to become carbon neutral. Yeah. 
still there. Um, and that was a multi-year process, and that happened a couple of years ago. And then the incentive about sustainability being in the funding application sprang from a sense of we want our artists to do this, but we don't want to have, um, we don't want to impinge on artistic freedom. So we ask people to find their own um, way of speaking to that and their own solution to that. Um, and I think that's, I think that's what I'm
impotent I really um, picked up on the notion of stifling, whether being sustainable is stifling, and, and of course the irony of the ultimate stifling is a planet that we can't use, um, and the notion of momentum, I think those are really key things to think about today. Uh, hi, I'm Lexi, I'm a baby emerging artist. Um, <laughs> dotted around half being stuff with my cut at the moment. I'm, you know, I'm really interested in um, I feel like I have this frustration with how sustainability has to be a consumer choice and not um, companies doing better. And I want to know how fast companies can do better for the
mean, just to add a little bit to that, there's also the recycling of work. And um, I'm about to do a piece that I made in 1986 at the Morse Building, um, which then was made out of recycled plastics, um, which we've talked about. So I'm about to recycle that work and rebuild it out of recycled and reused um, fabrics again. So, time to start thinking that way because you can make some fantastic stuff out of plastics, you know, by recomposing them or something. Thank you. Hi, I'm Ariel. I'm a theatre maker and one of the core artists of The Last Great Hunt. I think Tim pretty much said all this stuff from my perspective. We kind of work as a team. Um, yeah, it's something that we personally um, endeavour to do and you know it's we end up putting in a lot of in, extra individual labour to make things possible which is in its of itself probably not sustainable um, from a different perspective of sustainability um, so yeah I'm curious to know what kind of structures we can build into our where we work and small things that we can do to, to make it as convenient to be environmentally friendly and sustainable as it is to not be. Hi, I'm Laura. Um, I'm an independent dance artist. Um, I make work that's about environmental and social political concepts. Um, and I do feel in some ways that dance is Festival, which is one of the 
um, amazing events, Sydney Glasgow, amazing uh, organisation for this, not taking fossil fuel money for its sponsorship. Now I know this is about environmental sustainability. That's part of the whole ethics framework within which I think we have to see closely. So um, there are many organisations, art organisations around the world who are having their sustainability plans and uh, vision statements and framing things around transitioning away towards net zero to which the even fringe world that they try to attempt to reduce plastic is to be welcomed. But we have to look at the holistic thing here of, you know, doing one thing, but then also how you then fund yourself when you're actually taking money from the people who are causing the problem. So if you can, um, I'd love to work with you, Amy, because that ethics framework and that sort of transition plan to me is essential for the way that the arts come in, in, this whole, in this whole sector. Um, I think that one, if we're looking at practical steps, I mean, you might know that uh, we put on the Brink Festival recently in Fremantle, um, which was more of a, a gesture towards this is the way we want to go forward um, in terms of not taking possible sponsorship. God, is it hard to find money that's not possible in this state. So, how do we build those contexts? How do we work with government, with creative partnerships, and all these other kind of organisations? Um, how do we stop the uh, revolving door of politics, fuel people, all of that sort of stuff that then populate all of our boards and organisations as well, that keep us down trouble in that sense? So, there's a whole framework, there's a whole ecology here that's around sustainability that we have to look at. Um, but one of the things that we can do that's very easy is support organisations that are confusing. So please do take a read. Film brochure, there's a little plug, they've got a great QR code on there. Have a scan, it's fantastic. But that's the only way it's going to happen, is if we get the audience on our side as well, and get people saying, we want to spend our discretionary dollars on fossil-free arts. However we frame that's my pitch, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're trying when you do break it down, which I've done this week again. Mm -hmm. When you talk to DCA, <coughs> the company that the world the funding that they've got grounded is through that piece. And then you feel under that, and I've had someone from DCA very, very kindly um, unpack the whole thing. And just said, this is the reality of where you are. Where you want to stop going with your life. Where you go with us. It's talking about what you do with it. And after 30 something years of inside, outside, and politics, environment, and being one group of that, national, local, and everything I've struggled with that. We're all struggling. We're all struggling. Absolutely. It's a system of change that we're falling for. The system changes only the question is whether to be inside or outside what you're doing. We need both. Okay. We need both. I think that's the strategy, is that how do you do that and feel okay? That's up to you, Hank. I know that. I know that. Everyone's going to shut down because DCA is actually funded by the same thing. No, because the Australian government, the West Australian government receives royalties from these organisations that give up fossil fuels. That is the cost of business. That's like if I bought materials for something and pay GST on it, it's the same sort of thing. It's not, a, it's not them gifting us money. So that's a right for the government to have that as, as an enterprise. Okay. 
Um, taxis, that's a whole other issue about what happens there. But the way that the state gets its money, uh, it doesn't have to be 100% reliable on just single if in industries. That's up to a government to take an approach on how they wish to diversify the, um, the, the industrial or the manufacturing or the tourism sector or whatever. There's lots of things there. And we can't go into, I mean, this is, that's too deep a dive into the fundamental But what we can do as a sector is huge. We are independent. We are people who can make those choices. We can talk to our audience. We have a lot of options to do stuff. As you say, if you do use recycled sets, trumpet that, make that part of your brand, make that part of who you are. And that's a really, really important thing to do, to, to showcase that, not be afraid of it. And yeah, you'll get claims of policy, you'll get claims of you know, taking from one to the other, but it's a transition to the house. We don't want to turn the back on these tomorrow. So that's the transition. But don't forget, this is happened before. Rio Tinto took over the arts. We were left sort of dreaming through the They can do that tomorrow. If Woodside gets Gustafson, they just take all their money out of the arts. Where would we be as an arts sector? We're actually in hock to these people. If any of those, if, if tomorrow, they said, okay, we're not going to Scarborough, um, Woodside's money dropped. They said, well, we don't need to be in Western Australia. We're going to phase out. Why do we need to have social license to operate anymore? Nobody likes us. We take our money from it. They can do that. There's no stopping it. There is shifts with
always first come this year. Um, and I think that's a really lovely thing that sits in resonance with what you were saying about just building these things into the framework of how we do Yeah. 
that won't be the factor that knocks it out. There might be other factors that knock out an application around it, whatever, wherever else it's being funded. It's
and lobbied and made criteria for what they wanted to do with the history, with white history, and contest it. Can you believe that? You know, 2021 is the worst. So I think, you know, we have to feel stronger. We have to feel like we've heard those voices. And how do we do that? How do we bring all the arts together? But you've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's ashtrayed in 1990. Yeah. Scribbling on pieces of paper. Mm -hmm. Well, we just one years ago. Thank you. 
materials because I want to be able to offer them to artists and to theatre makers and say, look, you know, it's, it's a shitty piece of MDF that was used as a protective uh, piece of material on some stuff I got delivered, but I keep it so that you can have it, so you can build a test piece or you can do whatever you want, you know, and I try to keep as many of those things, but I have limited space. Um, so if we can find a way of um, lobbying a philanthropist or government or local government to, to provide a space where materials can go to and the app, the conversation that Tyler was having this morning, we then um, connect it together in a way that allows us to share. I've got this, it's going into our storehouse, go and get it. I'm going to jump in. We've only got a few more minutes. Um, I, I think the notion of um, funding and a rollout of a funding requirement would have to come with support for independence and small to medium. How would you do a sustainability audit? As an independent, I wouldn't know how to do that necessarily. There would have to be training, there would have to be support around it. But I think despite the enormous amount of work, and as a small company that that is way stretched. It's not something I want to do, but I think there is a moral obligation, actually, and I think it's a critical issue. I think we're well beyond it's something that we can put off. Um, yeah, there are models we can look to build. Them. Yeah, absolutely. But that's to do it. Organisations can, like they've done in the past. Some kind of programming and workshop. I don't know. Can we start a, a lobby to dialogue with DLGSCI plus ABC Dorian <laughs> and think about how something can be implemented? But it has to start with each company, each artist actually self reflecting on where they're going to do it. No, 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 you then self-reflect as to what your statement is about where you sit within that, and that becomes the framework, or your ethics framework almost, of how you're making your work. And that has to go to the organisations as well. They need to think about that at an organisational level. But it also comes from us as artists actually talking to the organisations. So when we're applying or when we are talking to the organisation, saying, look, I'd love to work with Black Swan or whatever, whoever it is, by the way, I'm really committed to sustainability. Can you show me your plans? And actually asking them, can I see your sustainability plan, please? Because it's part of what I do with my work as well. We've got to stop feeling like we're the bottom of the park when we start picking up. That's what I'm saying. We have Asian umbrellas. It's easy. Because we didn't get to it, but I think it's a really big discussion is about
role models out there for mentoring people into board roles? So finish, right here, right now, who wants to be part of the lobby group to talk about funding and requirements of sustainability and funding? Yeah. Yep. Let's not reinvent them. Great. Can I meet over there? Anyone who wants to start a group, and we'll get a name. Yeah. 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 Um, meet sustainability requirements inside a grant application, you could also turn around to state government and say, you know what, guys, you know how anguished we are about where this money is coming from. Can you guarantee that every production is carbon neutral? Mm. You know, can you meet outside, us? Outside of, what about outside of state government funded material? Like, you're, you're looking at, we, we don't have a certain reach, but we're not, we're not the sector. Well, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't really know how it works, but what I'm saying is if you're asking for, if you're getting funding from state government, getting support from state government, that there could be a meeting in the middle of, you know, we all care about this stuff. We acknowledge that the money's not coming from where we'd like it to be coming from, um, but, you know, let's, let's take a step in towards each other rather than the artists constantly having to be the ones that are working so hard to bring it. Um, I, I just think there's, there should be more um, collaboration. I think DCA should be funding the, 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 the initial discussion, say to get the people from like, and all the people that you're um, suggesting get responsibility to the arts as well. Potentially, we could, we could borrow a 60k grant to do that. Okay, let's have a quick chin wag. No, thank you very much, everyone.